All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another broadcast of the Business of Love. All right. <laughs> my name is Dan Lear. I'm your host and my co-host in business and in life, the one and only Jennifer Lear. Hey, Jennifer, what's going there. on? Just, you know, just doing the deal. <laughs> <laughs> doing the deal, yeah. Gotcha. Sorry. I got gotcha. I don't do well with that question. <laughs> okay, I'll change what's my question. How are you feeling today, baby? Oh, I feel great. Great. Yeah, awesome. I feel you look I'm, amazing. Thank you. I feel really, really good today. Wow. Um, the weather has cooled off just a little bit, you know. So, sure has. <laughs> and uh, it feels really nice to be able to exist in Las Vegas when you're not, you know, dying of heat. So. Yeah. Feeling great. How about you? Oh man, I'm on fire. Yeah, you I mean, look I feel good. I, I feel good. I um, we got five keynotes this month. Yes, you do, which is incredible. So, um, you know, good news and bad news. I'm going to Hawaii on Friday. Mm -hmm. The bad news is I'm going for about 12 hours. I know. <laughs> about uh, just short enough for me to not go with you. I know. I know. So I just booked this keynote um, to go to Hawaii and. Jennifer was like, oh my God, that's great. I'm going with you. We're going to have a couple of days. I'm yeah. booking an exit. We, we had this whole the thing. Extra room. We had it all rocking. And as as things go, and, and, and thank goodness for business, um, I got another inquiry and we booked a gig literally on the next day in Las Vegas. So <laughs> I leave uh, Vegas on Friday. Uh -huh. Is that right? You leave fr yeah, you, Friday you, night yeah. or Friday afternoon. Friday get, in the morning. You there. land at 1.30 mm -hmm. and um, on Friday in the 1.30 in the afternoon. And then you um, speak the next morning on Saturday and you leave at 2 o'clock. I leave at 2 o'clock. So uh -huh. I'm, I'm in uh -huh. there for maybe... 24 hours maybe? 24 hours almost exactly yeah yeah, yeah. 23 I, hours yeah. yeah and then on the flight home and you know got you a nice first class seat so that you can right. out, so they have those lay down um on hawaiian airlines so they have those lay down seats mm. i don't know how that's going to affect you because obviously you know so uh, for, for um, those of you who know i have high expectations i know i know but at least you'll have leg room you yeah. know you may never ever lay down because no <laughs> there's no question it's not gonna be long enough for you um but at least you'll have room to be able to spread well, that's positive so that's yeah that's what i was looking for you know for, yeah. for those part, of you so. who don't know i'm six foot eight so planes are a challenge cars clothes anything and hospital beds you'd never know that <laughs> hospital so beds. yes that's right <laughs> the only reason we know is because he spent so much time in there dealing with his blood disease and um for those of you who don't know he has a, a deadly blood disease disease called amyloidosis that he's doing amazing with and he's rocking it and he's overcoming it and he's doing incredible now but we spent a lot of time in hospitals and hospital rooms and bless his heart on hospital beds and nine times out of ten his knees were almost hanging off the edge of the bed you know like his, his feet were hanging off to mm -hmm. almost almost to his knees so like to high calf and people mm -hmm. were like oh my god so they they did have these things called these extra long um hospital beds which they would mm -hmm. go and get you if they had any in stock there at the hospital yeah. but yeah yeah anyway yeah. so hospital beds uh but then i um back to the keynote thing yeah. so then i actually leave the next i leave right after i talk and i fly back to vegas on saturday night mm -hmm. and sunday morning at 10 o'clock, is that right? Yeah, 10 o'clock, 10.30, I've got a keynote talk for this, uh, this hospital, ironically, mm -hmm. that's coming into town and doing a special summit for their doctors. Yeah, which is one of the reasons why they loved you. Aside yeah. from your content and mm -hmm. kind of piggybacking on what I was just talking about, but your experience with amyloidosis and um, your rise to success in overcoming with it. And yeah. so, yeah, it's one of the reasons why they loved you. I hear you. So anyway, that brings us to now. Yeah. So here we are, here we are, and today. So ladies and gentlemen, those of you who are listening or watching for the first time, this is called The Business of Love. And we parallel the similarities between business and relationships. So for instance, you know, in business, 
if, if you're a business owner, a VP of sales, entrepreneur, HR, whatever you are, you're, you're a problem solver. You're looking to get things done and figure things out. You'll have patience. You'll, you'll do it. And yet, if we took those same skills into our intimate relationships, we'd probably have better relationships. And Jennifer and I just talk about strategies that we use in business, apply them to relationships uh, to help us thrive. So there we have it. Yeah. And today, today's episode, baby, this is awesome. This is really awesome because I have a, we have some, a great, some great real examples from right now. And it's called How to Ask for What You Want. Mm-hmm. How to Ask for What You Want in Your Relationship. And this is a big challenge for people, you know, because again... We've got you know different individuals coming together, you and I, and from different worlds, different backgrounds, different models of the world, mm-hmm. uh, and then there's some communication issues along the way. Oh yeah, absolutely. Plus, I mean, gosh, it's just being in relationships. Period. You know, say you have two people from a similar background and same intelligence level and everything else, and there are still emotions involved and everything. But, you know, some people don't know how to ask for what they want and it causes challenges, right? So they complain or place blame rather than simply asking for what they want. And it's almost in a, like a covert way. So it's undercover and it's more of in a passive aggressive manner. And, you know, oftentimes they don't even know it. They don't realize what they're doing. They're going off of emotion and and they don't understand the connection between the two. Yeah, and I don't, I don't even know if it's emotion. I just think it, it, well, not that it's not emotion, but it's just it's just patterns. You know, that's what they were probably taught from their parents yeah. or someone they lived with because they learned it from somewhere. Absolutely. Well, I'm going right. to tag on to that just yeah. really quick is that um, it is emotion because what happens is, you know, the father comes home, he sees the house a mess, he's frustrated. Immediately he's frustrated. Why can't people pick up around here rather than pulling his family aside and saying, I love you guys. When I come home, I really want to um, come home to a clean house. It would make me so happy if you guys would pick up, yeah. you know. So it's it's, emo- it's tied to that. emotion. See what I'm saying? I get so that. yeah, or you're hurt because somebody hasn't come to see you, or you haven't seen them lately. Rather than um, busting out with because you're it's out of protection. So you, our our egos do it for protection. Yeah. So right. So yeah. we're we're saying something out of the necessity to defend or protect, rather than really getting vulnerable and asking for what you want. Yep. Right, right on, right yeah. on track. I totally agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that. So I want to give you an example. It's actually fresh in my mind. And, um, and this is a real example. And, 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 you know, maybe it's, I don't know, it's my mother. I'm talking about my mother and I don't know if it's because it's another, another generation or not, but I, I, I think it's just the way that she was programmed yeah. as a child. I don't think it's because she's from another generation. And so, um, you know, my mom right right now, you know, we're going through this transition, as you know, in our family, my mom is 77, 78 years old. And, um, you know, she's getting old. She's had some issues. She fell down. And, you know, so my sister and I spearheaded by my sister, uh, we're moving in, into, uh, assisted care. And so, you know, it just came at this crazy, you know, we were actually going to go visit my mom and then Heidi and I both left and we said, Oh my God, we've got to get her into a place. Cause I don't feel good about leaving her alone. And literally a week after we left, boom, she falls, she knocks down her head and she's out unconscious for a while. I mean, she's blessed that, we're blessed that she didn't pass. You yeah, know? absolutely. Anyway, so my sister uh, has been out there for a month getting her squared away. We wow. got her into this beautiful assisted living place. It's just gorgeous. It's it's in Ashland, Oregon. It's beautiful. Which is beautiful it's in green itself. green all around. And, <laughs> yeah. and, you know, she's got a great window with a mountain green mountains and she's got three meals a day and she's Mm -hmm. got care and a a warm place and a bed i mean you know just you would expect that right Mm -hmm. and so 
here, you know, my mom, obviously I love my mom mm -hmm. and she just doesn't know how to ask. And so I'm just giving you an example because I was talking to my sister and, 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 and this is just great for everybody to understand because she'd, she'd say something like, oh, I'm so tired of this, the same food every day. Mm -hmm. Right. And so she's complaining, mm -hmm. but obviously she wants something but she doesn't know how to say it. So mm -hmm. she just makes a comment where like, and, I'm, and and this is not about my mom. This is just an example that I have. And I'm sure I could pull, find many, many others. But she said, you know, I just, I'm tired of, you know, this eating the same food every day. I'm as tired of staying in or whatever mm -hmm. it was. And so it makes my sister feel like maybe inadequate or, you know, she's been busting her butt there for, you know, two or three weeks, you mm -hmm. know, figuring this out and, and putting her life on hold. And then she feels like, oh my God, you know, it's just, it's just a weird thing. And so it causes challenges from the relationship because then the other person is trying to piece it all together because right. they want to make her happy. You Absolutely. know, you want to make your spouse happy. And if they, he or she is like complaining about something, you want to fix it. Right. But what it really gets down to is just having the skills to ask for what you want mm -hmm. instead of complaining. Mm -hmm. And so that's the conversation we're having today, baby. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> we just, see it. I mean, yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, you know, it's, there's so many examples and you and I talked about this when we were prepping for the show like we, you and I have worked on this together too right because it's easier to say something a little sarcastic or complaining or something because well if your mother's like that I'm sure somehow you oh, learned it as well it's inside right? of me yeah <laughs> it's in there yeah you know I've worked hard to change that yes I know but, but it, it, it definitely is in there yeah and I know when you and I were dating and, and for the first part of our relationship, I would do mm -hmm. the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. We worked really, really hard on that. And, and, but I had the same things as well. And I'll tell you, you know, even, even to the point of, I would recognize when I was doing something and I, I would say something in a curt manner. And at the time I'm like, I know this is wrong, I, but I didn't really understand what I was supposed to be doing, you know, and that it's okay to ask for what you want and little things and whether it was to you or to the kids or, you know, something because I was frustrated. And I think that's one of the things, you know, like not letting things get to a frustrating moment so that you don't hold it inside and you're able to discuss it when something happens. But, but I've worked at it as well. And as much as you and I have worked at it, it happened yesterday morning, right? So you and I are at the kitchen table. We're sitting down having coffee as we do and talking and then um, something came through on email and so I needed to get right at it. You're looking at other stuff. I need to concentrate on this email and you're like watching videos, st stuff that you've done and just kind of um, going over some things and and I said, baby, I, I, I need to focus on this email because these are numbers and I want to make sure I get these right. So um, it's distracting me or whatever I said and, and you're like, oh, oh, okay. And so then you kept watching it you, you but you just lowered the volume but I could still hear it and it was still distracting me because I think it was a podcast you're watching so it was my voice it was it was it was triggering me to listen because it was me and um and and rather than one more time saying baby I need to focus I'm having a hard time um, would you like me to leave or do you want to get some headphones or what, you know, what would be best here? Mm -hmm. You know, I got up and took my stuff and like left the playground. <laughs> <laughs> you did. I did. You did. Cause I was frustrated. I'm like, how could he not understand? And I think a lot of that is this is we think somebody else should read our minds of what we want. That's right. 
right? Yep. So we think somebody else should know. So we've 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 attacked this principle um, and touched on this a few a few other times. But that really is what it is. You should have read my mind. You should have. Yeah. <laughs> and I, you didn't. I know. You know, and and I got mad because you didn't read my mind of understanding. You know, maybe I wasn't clear enough. Maybe you just didn't get it. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe you thought, oh, okay, cool, I'll just turn it down so it's not that loud. Um, and so I just, for whatever reason, didn't have the capacity to then move forward and say something. So I literally took my computer, my um, little platform the computer's on, my phone, my glasses, my drink, and left. <laughs> You just left. <laughs> I did. I took my toys and I left the playground. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, so, but I did come back in and apologize because I realized <laughs> what I did. And because um, it was bad. Um, but I did. I came back and apologized and I kissed your forehead and I said, I'm sorry. <laughs> right? Of course. Okay. Yes. 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 <laughs> so, but, but, it, it, but you know, it's still, what is that? You know, it, it's that. Well, I think that one was just not being specific. Um, but even still, mm-hmm. that was a passive-aggressive way to do something rather yeah. than not asking for what I wanted. Yes. Okay? So it's, it has nothing to do with being sophisticated. You know, it has nothing to do with what happened in that moment. It's I didn't feel something in me didn't feel value enough that I could ask for what I want. And so, and that's really where it boils down to. So that's when people start getting passive-aggressive with things. Yeah. Me leaving was passive-aggressive. Yeah. Right. So, you know, there, there, therein lies, you know, looking at yourself and saying, no, I have the right to ask for what I want right. and what I need, you know, and mm-hmm. a lot of people sometimes don't, we do that in business though. We ask for what we want in business. Always. So we had a couple examples too. I mean, you know, talking about that. Yeah. So like, you know, back to this, so the challenge with complaining or casting this negative general statement is that it puts this responsibility on somebody else to figure out what you want, yeah. right? So like my mom saying, oh, I'm tired of eating the same food or uh, no, whatever, you know, you in your situation, it puts the responsibility on my sister to figure out, okay, yeah. what do you want to do, you yeah. know? And like you said, we're not mind readers. Mm-hmm. So just getting, it's really just not fair to the other person to, to, to be so I don't know it's almost like covert it's like you know figure this out or I'm gonna be upset yeah well it's 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 a hurt so it is it is somewhere deep down inside you feel hurt or you feel um uh what do you call it dist you know uh uh, what's the word disappointed not disappointed but um uh, you know when back in the day when you say somebody dissed me what, what is that word oh come on Dan um, well, I know you, what it means. What does it mean? Well, it means that disrespected. They, so somebody feels disrespected, and um, you know, so so you feel you feel hurt, you feel disrespected, you feel all these things, and so it's that immediate response of coming up rather than taking a breath and going, okay, what's in my best interest right now? You know, how can I communicate how I feel, and then come from there. Yep. And see, the person like we're talking about the person that is not asking for what they want, who doesn't mm-hmm. have those skills yet, they're always disappointed. Oh, yeah. Always disappointed because the other person is not able to read their mind. No, I was disappointed <laughs> with you. Yeah, so because when you don't know how to ask for what you want, mm-hmm. you're always disappointed because you're putting the responsibility on somebody else to read your mind. Absolutely. To figure out what the hell you want, and yeah. all you have to do is ask for it. Yep. I mean, yeah. I had another example is I had a, a friend that has, has a daughter, and she was upset because she didn't come and see her. And, you know, she was saying, well, I would think that a mother would want to come and see her daughter, you know, if there's been this much time. And 
you know, that was a hurtful statement to my friend, right? So rather than saying, Mom, I really want you to come and see me. I know, you know, it's been a while. I miss you. Mm-hmm. You know, rather than coming off with, well, you would think yeah. that I would mother. never wait that long to see exactly, my Exactly, right. You know, yeah. something along those lines. But she did it to hurt her mom, yeah. not intentionally, but kind of, uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's, rather it's, than being vulnerable. It's, co- it's covert, man. It's, yeah, yeah, rather than being vulnerable and asking for what you want. Yeah. So like in my mom's situation, just having the skills to say, my sister's name is Heidi, obviously. So, yeah. so Heidi, you know, it sure would be nice if we could go out to lunch today. And I'd like to spend some time with you, too. Would that be okay? And my sister would say, oh, that'd be great. Right. And that would make my sister feel good because she doesn't right. have to make any decisions. It would right. make my sister feel good because, oh, my mom wants to spend time with me. Yeah. And so all she had to do was ask for what she wanted instead of making some comment. And unfortunately, you know, it's just the way she was raised and, and never learned any different. So... Um, but we can change it now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, I got to tell you too, my, in my previous marriage, I, I had that situation, uh, and I wasn't skilled at it yet, you know, yeah. previous to my divorce, I didn't know how to ask for what I wanted. Um, well I did, but sometimes it didn't happen and then I didn't know how to fix it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You had so a unique like, circumstance. As you know, I'm more of a clean person than some people clutter yeah. i'm a non-clutter you're person. a non-clutter person. i don't like clutter i don't like things laying around i like things that look nice you're perfectly matched for me yeah <laughs> yeah so totally jennifer's kidding. on the a different Other spectrum, spectrum. <laughs> so we are just we are on the spectrum happy together those, yeah. so um uh my previous wife you know and, and this is again not about her it's just another person because it happens yeah. all the time but you know she would come in from at the end of the day or whatever and just pile her stuff like right on the counter or whatever it was. And I don't remember mm-hmm. at the time, but I remember it was either the counter or the kitchen table. Mm-hmm. And that was like the resting spot for all of her stuff. And so, you know, I want to get something to eat and I got to move all of her, st- you know, whatever. I'm just like, man, it w- in my mind, I'm like, good God, is there not another place that we can put this? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm sure there's a better way to think about it. And I wasn't as skilled as I am now. Um, but because I wasn't skilled enough to ask her, I was always upset on mm-hmm. the inside. Like, you know, that whole vibe that's coming from the inside that's unhealthy and evil. Mm-hmm. And then it causes you to lash out and and it causes cancer. And it mm-hmm. comes, <laughs> Well, and it probably causes things. you to lash out on other things well, that maybe what, aren't as important, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just the ability to say, you know, baby, I know you're really busy. And yep. um, I got to tell you, that is there any place it would really make me feel great if I could come home and be able to sit down on the counter and, you know, have a glass of... Yeah juice or something and yeah. it would be great if we could find another spot to, to dump yeah. your stuff when you get back yeah and i'm I, sure she would have been really open to that i suppose you would well yeah <laughs> well and it, what's what's important to one person is uh, could be something different to the other person so like you know obviously it didn't bother her she kept doing it right that mm-hmm. was what she was fine with that yeah but you like to have that you just live in two different types of of worlds so when it comes to habits like that you know, it, it makes a difference when, um, you know, two different people living in a house that grew up differently and, and have two different ways of living. So those conversations are super important. Yeah. So that you can, and knocking them out earlier than later, like you said. Yeah. So let's take yeah. this into the business side, like we always yeah. do, right? So, you know, you're a VP of sales or you're a CEO or, you know, you're a CEO and your VP of sales is is doing something that is making you uncomfortable. Yeah. You're sure not going to wait until you blow up on him. Mm-mm. You're going to take him or her over and say, you know what, Bob, or you know what, Jennifer, or you know what, Joe, or whatever. Um, 
I think you're totally a, a, a talented person. I really want I really want to win here, and it would make me feel great if we could handle it this way. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of hoping that he or she does it, or if they're not doing it right, letting it go. I mean, it's just like, again, asking for what you want, and we do that in business all the time. Mm-hmm. And yet we don't do it at home with the people that love us the most, who are most close to us, who will do anything for us. Absolutely. Which is so ironic. Yep, because absolutely. we're working with people who don't even like us sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we will we'll more direct with them. Yeah. But someone who cares about us will just build its anxiety inside us, yeah. anger, and then we'll lash out. Well, because they should know. Yeah, they should, they should be mind readers. <laughs> they, should, they should know. So action steps are um, when you have the urge to complain about something, ask yourself, what do I really want right now? You know, just take a breath before you say something. What do I really want right now? What am I after? Am I um, hurt by this? Am I frustrated? Am I, you know, what do I need? And, and, and ask for that. That's great. That's great. Um, another action step would be, you know, rather than expressing what's wrong with the situation, express what would be great. Yeah. Instead I love of, that. Instead of saying, you know, I hate the fact that this table is always so messy. Yeah. You know, I, uh, it would be better if I said, you know, it would be great is if I was able to come home and have a clean table and put my stuff down and sit down and talk to my kids. Yeah. And so uh, it'd be great if we could find a different place for mm-hmm. all this stuff. Yeah. I like so, how you put that. I really, really do. Thank you. you. Know, yeah. What would be great? Don't look at what's wrong. Look at what would be great. What would be great is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, the well, last. Well, and that's, I'll tell you, I'm going to take it one step further because yeah, it really needs to be what I would love to see. You know, what I would love, you know, like keeping it to you because otherwise it's not personal. So yeah. what would be great is if we, if we could do this. But, you know, what, what I need is to be able to come here. It makes me feel good to be able to come home put my uh ha- or, or wake up in the morning have dinner at the table right in a clean space right. i need that for myself it gives me anxiety when stuff is piled here you know that's right. a different conversation so it's taking what you already said which is wonderful and taking a little bit deeper and making it more personal yes because it takes off the charge of it yes because if you say you know what would be great is if if we did this well yeah that'd be great a lot of other things would be great too you right. know right. but coming and coming at it personally is what i need you know, yeah. please help me with this. And you're great at that. And you taught me that. So I think yeah. that's, it's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Work on it. And I think, time. you know, for, for the viewers and listeners, I mean, I think we all know, I mean, I would do anything for Jennifer. I would mm-hmm. do anything. I want to make her happy. So all she has to do is ask me and yeah. I'm going to do it. Yep. And she's seen evidence of that over the year. So if she's not getting what she wants, then she needs to ask for it. Right. Yeah. Very I mean, much so. Seriously. So. And blatantly. And, like. and the same with me is like. <laughs> I know that she'll do anything for me, so I just mm-hmm. literally have to ask her. And so I think, yeah. you know, you think about the person you fell in love with and your partner, you know they'll do anything for you, so yeah. let's just ask them for it. Yeah. And obviously in a, the appropriate manner. And, <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Very much so. So, um, yeah. I mean, and, it, go ahead, baby. No, go ahead. I'm just going to say, and the last step is really is just recognizing it. Yeah. You know, recognizing the fact that here's where I am today. Yeah. And here's what I'm not doing, or here's what I can get better at. And it's just really like a self-analysis, like personal growth. Absolutely. You know, you've got to take self-analysis of where you are. Not only where you are, but, um, you know, what, what has, what has set you off in the past? You know, where are you, where, where, where have you exhibited this type of behavior? We all have. Right. So seeing that acknowledging it because then next time you do it you go holy moly as the words are coming out of your mouth you'll realize and you'll want to hold on to them and go no you know and um but what it'll do is it'll help you recognize because you you know you may fall into that habit again but at least you'll see it and then you can work on it and then you can like i did yesterday come back and go 
I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't know what came over me, but you pissed me off. So I didn't know how to say anything, you know, but, um, but yeah, I think that that's, um, it's so key and this is a powerful podcast. I'm so glad that we did this. Yeah. So one of the things that we do, by the way, we have a uh, Jennifer and I do a, a Las Vegas weekend retreat where couples come out and they spend two days with us and they really transform how they think on how they operate. So their relationship just skyrockets. And one of the exercises, um, we do is called our relationship reversal technique is where we, we literally have our couples write down five things that they complain about on a weekly basis, mm-hmm. you know, cause it's always the same. Oh yeah. I mean, it's always the same because yeah. if you don't have the skills to ask, you're complaining about the same thing. Mm-hmm. So we talk about what are the five things you complain about the most? And then we talk about how can we express ourselves and ask for it in an appropriate fashion. Yeah. And when they do that with their partner, it's like, Oh my God, I didn't know you wanted that. (laughs) Oh, the sparks are flying. We have people leaving to their bedrooms. It's unbelievable. (laughs) (laughs) And what it does is it creates an instant connection. It does. And that's so wonderful. It's awesome. And so those, I I mean, that stuff is just amazing. The little tiny things that can make the big difference in a relationship. So anyway, at Vegas, uh, we can retreat kind of went off subject. But if you are interested in in really, really getting your relationship to the next level and and getting that true connection, go ahead to our our bid site, our website. (laughs) Oh. I'm saying businessoflove.vegas. <laughs> Our website is businessoflove.vegas. That's thebusinessoflove.vegas or businessoflove.vegas. We have two sites. We're special. Um, <laughs> that way we can you can take a look at it. But uh, anyway, Jennifer, that was awesome. Yeah. How was... to ask for what you want. Great, yeah. great podcast. Thank you for that. Yeah, thank you. That was really wonderful. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us. The Business of Love. My name is Dan Lear. My co-host, Jennifer Lear. Thanks for showing up. And remember... You can make your relationship whatever you want to. It's about what you want to put in it. And today's Mm -hmm. a great day to get started. Mm -hmm. So let's make it happen. Good job, baby. Good job to you.